Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. One of the hazards of live radio, and these podcasts, two of them every week at least, start as live radio on Saturdays on Como Radio in Seattle. One of the hazards of live anything, particularly live uh, with the complexities we have thrown in to creating the show, uh, is that things go wrong once in a while. You see, here's how it works. Let's give you a little behind the scenes before we start the show, because it's short today. Uh, Tom is at his house in the Seattle area because we're doing the social distancing and he's not going into the studio. I am in my studio and I live in Florida. Como is in downtown Seattle near the Space Needle. So what happens is Tom's device, he has a device made by Tyline, as do I, as do Como. And these devices actually take our audio and split it up into little packets and send it out over the internet and they put it all back together at the other end so that it sounds like we're in the studio but we're not, which is pretty cool, but it's great when it works. And we don't know whose fault it is. We honestly do not know what the fault was. We're still trying to figure that out. But what happened on Saturday was that Tom was able to connect to me, but I couldn't connect to Como. Then eventually, by the bottom of the hour, Tom was able to connect to Como, but I couldn't connect to Como because he was on the line. So I called in on the phone. So we had a show that was short. This this hour is a short hour. None of them are really an hour after we take the commercials out. But this is a short one. So um, you'll notice it sounds a little funky. I'm on the phone for both today's episode and tomorrow's episode of Talking Real Money. Uh, I spent most of the day today on Monday when I'm editing this for the uh, for the podcast on the phone with Tyline and with Como trying to figure out what went wrong, and we still don't know. We just hope it doesn't happen again. But things like this happen. Thanks for your understanding. And uh, after this quick break, we're going to go into the abbreviated edition of Talking Real Money with Tom sounding like he's in the studio and me well, sounding like a caller. Tom and Don are talking real money. Before you end up buying a financial product that you'll regret later, either call us on the podcast or the show, or if you need a little more time, that's why we offer free meetings with our fiduciary advisors at Vestory with no cost, no obligation, and no high-pressure sales pitch, I promise. Just give us a call at 800-386-3004, or better yet, just set up an appointment at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. Our telephone number, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-TALK. 
yeah, we had a little bit of a technical problem. We sounded like we were there, but we really weren't. So now we're back live trying to, trying to get Don back on the communications, which we hope to do here soon. But um, we wanted to spend a few minutes talking about what a strange and difficult year this has been for many of you when it comes to investing. And the difficult part has been having the right type of assets owned, the right type of stocks and bonds, all kind of thing, staying with your plan. And part of that plan would be rebalancing because we just went back and looked at this again. It's shocking, frankly, what kind of year we've had if you're a investor in stock markets. Remember back to March? That wasn't that long ago when all of this got rolling. This being COVID-19 and the markets decided this is going to be really bad for business, which I still think it is going to be bad for business, but decided it's going to be really bad for publicly traded companies. I had forgotten until I looked at this number. The S&P 500 lost 30% of its value in 22 days, 30% of its value in 22 days. Dang, that's a that's, lot. That's hard for anybody to take. There's Don. That's hard for anybody to, that's really hard to see a third of your stock if you're just in the S&P 500. By the way, other parts of the market had it worse. Small did worse. International did worse. But to see it tumble that fast. Now, I can remember the phone calls that I had from our clients at the time. They were worried, upset, concerned, trying to figure out what to do. I think only a couple of them, Don, actually bailed out on us. Um and said, I just can't take you know, the day-to-day -day of this. When, when, when you have all these people telling you the world is coming to an end, you feel like you've got to do something. I've got to do something. Yeah, and we Get know many of you who listen to us proclaim that you are do-it-yourselfers. You know how to build portfolios at Vanguard, at Fidelity, at Schwab, wherever it is. I know how to take care of my money in the 401k. Um, even though 18 trillions in banks making nothing, et cetera, et cetera. Not to get too far into all that, but many of you tell us, you know, I don't really need your help. I can take care of my money on my own. And wow, this is going to sound kind of abrupt, but the reality is, because we look at the numbers, that we know most of you have a very difficult time creating the plan, and then more of you have a more difficult time, Don, sticking to it through thick and thin. Well, you see, you've got two competing emotional components going on here. You've got the the emotion that, that keeps us doing the things we do every day. The, I am good at this. I am capable. I am intelligent. I am better than average. I can do this simple stuff. I can build a portfolio, and I can stick with it through thick and thin. The problem is, when it gets thin, we get scared, and when it gets thick, we get greedy. And so we're always wanting to second-guess that, that ability we claim we have, that discipline we claim we have, that most of us sorely lack. And, you know, I always go back to Paul Merriman's tale, where he says, you know, even though I've been managing money for decades, I still have somebody else managing my money for me because – as smart as I am about all this, I still need somebody to keep me grounded and to By keep the me way, on track. I, 
I just chatted with Paul the other day. He's going to get rid of the tail, he says, in the new year. It's going to be a new fashion thing for him. So, Well, it's about time. He's looking a little yeah. old-fashioned wearing a tail anyway. Tail doesn't look right. Um, phone number 855-935-TALK. Once again, yeah, bad jokes. Um, okay, but bad I jokes. want to finish this thought because it's a very important one. So here's, here's what should have happened in late March. You should have sold bonds because intermediate term bonds were up about 10 percent and but wait but the bonds to... were doing well i know this is the oh, counterintuitive part of actual You're proper wrong. money management you would have sold those bonds and bought stocks which wow people didn't want to do because it looked like the market was going to go down 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 and guess what happened because we just ran this number if you did that, the 1st of April through the end of June, your 60-40 portfolio, 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds, up almost 28%. We'll talk a little bit about what that means to an actual portfolio wow. when we continue. It's That's shocking. Paying the course, huh? All right. 855-935-TALK. I don't know if you can call us, though. I'm on the phone. So we'll see what happens. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. There's a science to managing money. I call it financial physics, and you can get a free copy of my easy-to-read book, Financial Physics, at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free, or there's an interactive version available on Apple iBooks. It's called Financial Physics. That's spelled with an F, and you can get it free at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free or in the Apple Bookstore. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. I'm Tom Cock, Don McDonald over there. You out there uh, trying to well, figure out how to take care of your money. 855-935. Yeah, I know. You're on landline. It's not Well, not landline. You're on mobile phone. <laughs> very low tech. 855-935-TALK, 8255. And we're, we're now live back on the air. We can take your calls. Before we finish the thought on your portfolio, I want to give you actual numbers. Because... We see a lot of people in about this range. You're getting close to retirement. You've got, let's say, $800,000 saved up. And you decided to pull the plug in late March because many of you did. I, I get it. It was a very difficult time, as Don pointed out. You're hearing it from all sides. If you had not and you just maintained a portfolio of 60% global stocks, 40% U.S. government bonds, you would have your your portfolio would now be worth a million forty thousand dollars. So you missed out on two hundred and forty thousand dollars in gains. That's so, real money. It really is. And so this is part of the problem we see often is people have a tendency to want to buy and sell things. We'll talk more about this next wait, time. Wait, 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 that means what doesn't that mean we're talking real money? Yeah, I believe you're correct there, sir. Thank oh, you for I got making that, one that. right. All right. Completely overly obvious. Uh, let's go no, to the try phones. This out, see if it works. Yeah, eight five five nine three five talk because Tom calls us and gets right in because his name is Tom and joins Hello? us here on the program. Hi, Tom. Hey, Tom. Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you, sir? Oh, fine. D tell me, you're all about investments. So, are U.S. Treasury bonds within your ledger domain? Sure. We'll try. Oh, good. Uh, I wondered if you'd just tell us and uh, 
promise me you won't launch into a dance. This is real money, okay? Okay. Yeah. What happens when China demands payment on all of the U.S. Treasury bonds that it owns? You want me to take this one, Tom, or you want to I can it? see you smiling, so go right ahead, Don. <laughs> uh, China, China would, would never in a uh, – they would never do that because they would destroy their own economy if they tried to do that to destroy ours. And we could do, oh, so. we could do what other – because uh, China needs our money as much as we need them to hold our debt. They, if they didn't have the United States to sell to – their economy would be pretty darn close to out of business. We have a symbiotic relationship. We sort of rely on each other. And we've done this with various nations throughout our history. We've had, we, we've held their debt. They've held our debt. During World War II, we held a lot of debt for, uh, for European countries. Uh, Japan held a lot of our debt in the seventies. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is the, uh, thanks. It's not in the Chinese best interest to, to to call all of our debt because they know that we don't have the means and they understand because they have debt. We don't have the means to pay all that back right now, but they do know that we're a really rich country and we have a very strong economy and we are as good for our debt as anyone is for their debt in the world. So they, it would really be a foolish, foolish mistake to do it, and and I cannot imagine a scenario in which they would. We've had country, we've had countries with very weak economies, and the rest of the world knows that calling that debt is a foolish, foolish thing to do from a global economic standpoint. It's like cutting off your own nose to spite your face. Eight five five nine eight five five nine three five. Talk. Thank you for your call, Tom. Good question. And by the way, so the I guess always that that brings to mind is sort of what is the alternative, right? Because if you're you're looking for safe debt that mm-hmm. is designed to be sort of a ballast in a portfolio, which is definitely it's been this year, what are you going to own instead of U.S. government bonds? Well, I could I could own some German bonds, but well, I, that's true. There, it's as, it's as almost well, it's as safe. I could own euro denominated bonds, but in most cases, there, you know what my return's going to be. Negative. Negative. I know. Now, the Chinese aren't stupid, and to assume they are is doing them a disservice. They're they're as smart as anybody on the planet, and they know that our debt is as good as it gets. They need to make money on their money. They need to have it somewhere. You've got to have your money somewhere. And one of the places where they know they can pretty safely store their money and get a little bit of change in return helps pay for Chinese building is us. Let me give the telephone number again, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Tom Cock here, Don McDonald on the telephone over there because the wires got crossed between his house and Como, and they're trying to figure all that out. Something happened with the little tie-liney device here or with the Internet, and I'm not sure which. Just not sure. It just it's does technology. happen. Yeah, I mean, let's and let's go back to correct portfolio construction and discipline where we started because this is again many of you tell us yeah i'm a do-it-yourselfer i got it i got this i got it figured out and we believe you because we're trusting and then we find out that we shouldn't be so trusting and we share a little tale yeah 
I, you know, I did a money talk show for a long time. Well, I still do. But for for the first several years, maybe first decade or so of my show, I truly believed that every and it was in my own. It was I was young and naive, and I believed that everybody who called me was capable of building a buy and hold your own portfolio and and sticking with it and rebalancing and. It, it, it went along pretty well as long as times were good. Then in 2000, 2001, particularly with 9-11, suddenly all of these people wanted to yank all their money and were yanking all of their money out of the market, screaming basically, I can't do this. I know you told me to buy a home, but I can't do it. Um, it it's, it's happened over and over and over again. And people who truly, truly believe that they can do this, have a hard time doing this. I find that in my own family, that people who, who live with me know what I believe, still want to react to the emotions of the, the news cycle, the political cycle, the business cycle. And we've all of the data, all of it says that's a recipe for, for failure, not success. Well, and I try to give you the actual dollars and cents. And in fact, Kiplinger, a source that we generally trust, this week uh, again published a list that that <laughs> the, the, the title is Eight Investing Lessons Learned in 2020, but it could be Eight Investing Lessons Learned in Any Year. But the number one number one lesson: emotional decisions derail your finances. That happens basically every year. That's not a 2020 thing. That didn't no. just happen this year. It, it does it. It'll happen to you, and it happens on both sides. That's what's important to remember. It happens both on the greed and on the fear side of of your investing life. When things are going really well, people get crazy, and they're going. For example, right now, what's everybody rushing into? What kind of stocks are people buying like crazy? Well, I'm buying Bitcoin, but I don't know. Well, oh. yeah, Bitcoin. I had I got to check Bitcoin again. <laughs> it was really on a roll today. It's been I'm moving. About buying some, but then but then I slapped myself silly, and uh, I'm better now. <laughs> Apparently, you I'm dropped the equipment when you did that. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.